football streaming services went away. And we went back to uh, VHS cassette tapes, um, CDs. You want Betamax back. Uh, I'll take it all back, baby. Life was better. Friday night at the video store at the old Blockbuster, nothing better than that. Now what? We sit in our living room and say, uh, talking to our remote, jingle all the way. Well, we, we know that you don't talk in your remote because I you, do. Oh, you, you've gotten and your he, contour fixed? Or I, you can... and then, well, you know what it says every time? I don't understand what you're saying. Because <laughs> I don't understand anything ever when you're talking to the stupid remote. <laughs> and then you have to be like, jingle all the way. Farmer Fran plays in the hay coming up on HBO Max. No! <laughs> jingle all the way. Uh, Technology. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I haven't learned to play the guitar either. (laughs) You want to teach me? No. You want to give me some lessons? No. I think I've made that abundantly clear. (laughs) I Uh, do not. uh, Transfer portal. uh, We've been talking about that. Brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction. 25 years of experience there. They don't knock doors. Check them out at uh, Swiftco. Well, Uh, I mean, whenever you call them for a quote, they'll probably knock on your door. Well, they'll come to your house. Brent will come to your house, knock on the door, and say, hey, I'm going to get up on your roof and check things out. Exactly. Because he called me. Uh, exactly. Uh, Dylan Gabriel was on with the Scoop Boys yesterday. Um, some interesting things to say. He's, a, he's at the age now and uh, savvy enough. He danced around a lot of questions and didn't exactly answer them. But he did say that the departure from OU was great. Brent handled things in a great way, in a great way, um, did give him the opportunity to play in the bowl game. He said it was discussed, and Brent told him, if you want to play, you can play. DG said he thought about it for a while, really wanted to, but in the end felt that it wasn't the right thing to do. He knew he was moving on. He knew he was going to be at a different school. And felt that that was Jackson's opportunity and guys' opportunities on the team that he didn't want to take away from someone. So that was the decision that he made. But he said it was offered to him. Um, a lot of what he talked about went totally against this, if true, what Caden Green said. Or did we ever verify that, Drake, yesterday? That, that quote was floating around out there. And I, I never mean- heard audio of it. Power Mizzou is who put it out, and they have like 30,000 followers. So it it is the actual Power Mizzou. Seems to be, if you don't know what we're talking about, he basically said, basically, he said, I went to a better coach that he felt he could trust and that wouldn't lie to him. And uh, kind of hammered on Brent Venables a little bit, called him a liar and untrustworthy. And so, anyway, completely opposite of how Dylan handled things yesterday with some of the things he had to say about Brent Venables and, uh, couldn't have been nicer with what he said about Brent and how the uh, the discussions went between the two of them and what he ended up deciding and going to Oregon. Um, I was curious. He was asked about the NIL money, specifically around what teams contacted you. They tried to get a dollar amount out of him, I think, but they must. there must be something with these NILs, and I've talked about it before, that to not have – an exact amount be mentioned ever by a kid is kind of strange to me, but they've got to have something in there that they say, do not mention this amount to anyone. 
but he danced around it. Did obviously say he had talks with Jeff Levy, which makes sense at Mississippi State, but said all along, Oregon was the best fit for him. The offense that they run, the players they had coming back, the opportunity to play for a possible playoff spot and national championship closer to home. In fact, he was in Hawaii during this uh, thing. He said he's back at the crib in Hawaii, finally getting to see some family and stuff that he hadn't seen in a while. Um, all he would say about NIL was it has helped change his family's life. You know, it never yeah. hinted at anything else as far as six figures, seven figures, what it might have been. I bet but, it has. And, and uh, it, a guy that's been in college football as long as him going into his sixth season next year. Right. Just as far as like a small thing for him, it must be nice for him to actually be able to be home for the holiday. Yeah, and the way he talked, it was like yeah. um, it, he said yeah, there was like he said, I said there wonder... was the family he hadn't seen in quite some time because they weren't able to travel to him, and obviously during bowl season and stuff like that, he wasn't able to go home for the holidays. So yeah, he he said he was really enjoying it and getting to see some old places and old stomping grounds and getting to eat at some places he hadn't been in yeah. a while. So. Um, good for Dylan, and like I said, the way he answered everything, couldn't have been more glowing about OU and Brent Venables and the way they handled things and the way that it all panned out for him, and he loved his time here, can't wait to get back in future years, um, so. And he is right, I mean, at least on the surface level, Oregon has to be the best situation that was available to him. Like, I can't imagine that there was, just with the way that they had things rolling right now, the type of offense that they have going, the fact that they had a huge reclamation project in Bo Nix. Right. And you saw what Bo Nix was able to do in that offense. Past ties with him. Marcus Mariota was like yes. his hero, his you yes. know, his favorite player growing up as a kid. And so. he, he, whenever he tweeted out, said he got permission from Marcus to wear right. the number eight. I mean... It makes all the sense in the world, um, him ending up in Oregon. And, you know, this has been talked about a lot because it happened, what, like 20 days ago, 30 days ago, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. Nothing but the best for Dylan. I mean, everything that he gave you the last couple of years, the, the legacy that he cemented with what he did in the Cotton Bowl, um, coming here with so much uncertainty after the what was a pretty big exodus, especially on the defensive side of the football, but you lose Caleb Williams, the quarterback position in all is like that room was completely in shambles after Lincoln left. Sure. And what is that he did for OU these last two years? Incredible. Wish the best for him. It would be really cool. And they he kind of hit on this a little bit in that uh, scoop interview, too. If, um, you know, both end up in a playoff and maybe see each other uh, yeah. next year about this time. And, no, that would be cool. Now, obviously, then you would want to beat him and yeah. <laughs> move on in advance. Yeah. But that opportunity is going to be there. Yeah. Um, that's not that crazy With to think teams, could, yeah. that it could happen. So, Well, I mean, both of the uh, – Obviously, this year, OU would have been ranked outside the top 12. Yeah, stupid Liberty. Uh, or, 
the top 12 team. They were a top 12 team, but they wouldn't have been They would have been the, the one bumped out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Oregon would have been inside that, so it would have been a potential matchup this year. But Question um, with that. Yeah. Would they have been left out? Well, Does I, the committee I've, readjust a couple I, of things to get about, them in? I've talked about that quite a bit. I, I think that they look at Penn State and Ole Miss really hard because yeah, I think so they too. didn't really beat – neither one of those teams had a high-quality win at all this year. Yeah, I think I think some things get adjusted there, and they possibly yeah, were. Yeah, I, I think year, that but. they looked at it as we got the top four figured out, and that was a problem, so we're not even worrying about the rest. No, but uh, – Good stuff from him yesterday. Like I said, I bring some of that up because it totally went against some of the stuff that Caden Green was saying and basically calling Brent Venables a uh, lying scumbag. And uh, it's such a weird exit, man. Such a weird exit. And I know it's been talked about all week, but it really is. Well, the the one thing is that OU fans have handled it super well, so that's the other <laughs> part of it. And, which may have led to some of the stuff he's saying and just lashing out and who knows. I, well, the, the, if there was miscommunication, and, and you hear there was miscommunication over some NIL and some different things and some stuff that maybe both sides weren't aware of with the other, that doesn't make him a liar. No. It just means there was miscommunication there. Yeah. It's completely different. Well— yeah, so we won't get I mean, into some of that. But. No, 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 no. I mean, it, it's it's one of those things. It it's in the past now. All you can do is move forward. I mean, what's done is done. Just go destroy them on the field. That's right. Every baby. year going forward that they play them. So, um, yeah, but good stuff from uh, DG yesterday. Yeah, Wishing the best. The, and, uh, a guy that is not handling it well, though, Mike Steely. He is not handling Missouri fans well at all right now. Well, he's just kind of shifted away. Muleshoe will jump back in every now and then, but now he's just kind of shifted his anger anger to uh, Missouri and their fan base and Eli Drinkwitz and all that. Did them, you so. see the side by side pictures of Lincoln last that was tweeted last night? By the way, no. Why is he looking rough compared to when he got there? It, he, I, it could just be the angle. Somebody could have put a filter on, but golly, he looks. Old in the picture that was posted. So I saw one of him. Oh, it wasn't a picture. It was the tattoo baker when he put the Mickey Mouse voice on him the other day, and he was uh-huh. talking about everybody transferring out. And I, oh, well, it is what it is in today's world. Oh, you hate it. Us old school guys. Which when he said us old school guys, I just started yeah, laughing. Like, you're, yes, you're people, when they think of old school football coaches, think Lincoln Riley. Um, in that video, I did think, man, he's not looking great. So I think there's some stress they're getting to even aging him uh, quite a bit. Um, uh, most losses in a single season for him will do it. He's stressed out now wondering, do I get this Chargers job or am I stuck here at USC? Which, what what a weird dream job to have, right? The L.A. Chargers. Weird dream job and when you see the direction things are going on him, what gives you like any type of confidence in him if you're an NFL franchise to say we got to jump on this guy? Yeah. So, I mean, even Caleb this year, things just didn't go well in the direction that they wanted to, and build off of what they had done the year before. So life comes at you fast, man. You can fall from grace, fall from favor for all these NFL guys quick, and it yeah. it is. Whenever you have the level of talent at quarterback position and that being kind of your shtick and you not being able to capitalize on it, 
that was always the notion with Lincoln. He's going to get the most out of his quarterbacks, and he's going to win 10-plus games because of it every single year. Not to mention all the recruits yeah. and guys from OU that were Lincoln guys that went with him to do this with him at USC, and then they're all like, mm, we're out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's falling apart fast on him. Hate to see it. We'll take a timeout. BFC's on hold. I told him he's not allowed to talk about the Alabama player situation. You are banned from talking about that. I might talk about it later in the show. But we do not need your opinion of it, okay, BFC? I'm warning you all he's on hold. We might get to him next. We'll see. I might give you all a Christmas present and make him hold for another two segments. Back after this. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KREF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Telly sang, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad. Welcome back, everybody. T-Row in the morning show. Taco, that's for you. Uh, the great taco, sports talk legend in the state. Uh, gone way too soon from us. Every year, uh, about this time, at, at some point during this week, before we wrapped up shows for the uh, Christmas break, Taco would call me off the air and request uh, Robert Earl Keen's Merry Christmas from the family, which has maybe become, I have to think about this, maybe has become my all-time favorite Christmas song. Merry Christmas from the family? Yeah. I was just uh, saying that was for Taco. Taco yeah. every year would call in yeah, and request absolutely. that song. Absolutely. So, I'm glad you uh, said it because that was the intent there. Uh, yeah, I think it might be my all-time favorite Christmas song. I do love the Charlie Brown song, um, but that's not really – I know there's no really – There there's is a part of it here. that is way too real for me and my family. I, <laughs> that's all I'll say. <laughs> it's uh, It's more reality-based than a lot of Christmas songs oh, out there, that's, so that's, unfortunately. That's definitely true. That's definitely true. <laughs> there's a lot of my family in there, probably some of yours, probably some uh, other people that have experienced some things in Robert O'Keefe's. That's right. Merry Christmas from the family. Um. All By right. the way, Hightower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Run the yes, Morning Show, offering uh, critical trial opportunities at no cost or insurance needed to participate for the patient. Medication is provided for free. Not only is it free, but you could also get compensated for your time as a patient located uh, conveniently in various metro locations and coming soon to Ardmore. Visit HightowerClinical.com or call or text 405-831-5905. Um, give us like, a couple of texts here before I torture the people. Uh, let's see. Marietta Sooner says those who transfer doesn't make sense, uh, to be closer to home. Then why not go to Rutgers, which is actually in Jersey? Well, uh, that's talking about the McCord kid. Yeah. Um, I'm not joking. Maybe, maybe it had to do with NIL. Like, I, well, I don't know. Maybe it had to do with the fact he does want to go into broadcasting I, and stuff in the future. I, I, I have no idea. Syracuse spent a lot of money on because uh, they got the D coordinator that was at A&M or the D line coach that was at A&M. So right. I know they spent a lot of money in that vein this last offseason because uh, that's the guy that actually recruited all of the 
big time D line talent that AM's had the last few years that they haven't done. Maybe the kid with, just love oranges and orange could juice. Could be. Yeah. What's uh, what's the name of their mascot? Obi or something like that? Uh I think that's right, yeah. Yeah. Uh let's see. Outino says college football should kick off the season with their bowl games and then just let the now twelve teams playoff end the season eliminate opt outs. The bowl game before the season. I mean, I guess you're basing that on the previous year, which has nothing to do with the following team. So your matchups would be a little bit weird. There might not be the excitement that you had based on the previous team, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And do kids want to play in a bowl game to start the season in which it means nothing? Because that would basically, you probably couldn't put, like the committee couldn't take that into account. They would have to act like it didn't exist, yeah. like a preseason NFL game. Does a kid put himself in a situation of playing in that game and then not being there for the regular season? Now, you could get hurt in game one of the regular season. I get it, you can get hurt at any time. Well, I, I think that you're saying, like, if you do this, basically, this is. What do you get out of it is what I'm saying. It's an extension of your non-conference schedule, and basically you would get better non-conference games right. each and every week, especially week one. Week one, If you had bowl week be week one, it'd be monstrous. Now, the difficulty is it's more of a problem for people to be able to travel for a bowl game. I guess if you had it Labor Day weekend, though, it would be simpler for people. I don't know. Um I just the, now, if the, you're saying it's week one and that counts as your first game, yeah, then that would be awesome. Yeah, it, it would explode across uh, college football. That's, that's my whenever this conversation's been brought because Toby's talked about it a lot. Someone's going to luck out though because you're going to draw Liberty, and Liberty's probably not going to be what they were the year before. Well, they hit for a exactly, reason in that one year. Exactly. Well, you might get an Ohio State, and they're not going to have all those wide receivers on uh, roster. Right next year, right, right. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to be there next year. They they're not going to have Kyle McCord now too. They've got a question mark at quarterback. I mean, it would be even, a matchup like in name alone. Like let's just say uh, I don't know what their situation is, but obviously Drinkwitz comes from App State. Imagine their situation, and App State loses their head coach. They lose their quarterback. They lose like let's say. 10 of 22 starters overall off of a senior-laden team, and then somebody gets App State who may have won 10 games last year in their bowl game, and it's just not anything to write home about. That's the Mm -hmm. the one detractor is that you've earned this bowl game for next year's team, but this season's team isn't earning anything (laughs) off of it. You're a a senior-laden team. That does really well and throws Alabama at a young team game one the following year. Yeah. That's what we drew Alabama for you. We're all gone, but congrats. You get an experienced well, Alabama team and you're all a bunch of uh, underclassmen. You brought so. up Liberty. Yeah, Liberty. Liberty gets Oregon next year. <laughs> right, with Dylan Are you Gabriel kidding me? at quarterback. Yeah, you get lit up for 500 yards through the air. Yeah. So, well, and like if you're Oregon, you're like, Really? We get these flipping guys? The matchups would be great on week one. Just to yes. see the, the, Overall, ne- the games on paper, you know, would be tremendous. Yes, so, yeah. absolutely. You'd get Florida State, Georgia week yeah, one. that'd be great. Just being an example. I mean, yeah. 
So and obviously it'll never happen. Uh, no one would ever. The, agree the to only do that. question would be what would you do with the playoff matchups? Because that's not even if with the twelve team playoff. So, oh yeah, who would those teams play? Yeah. yeah. They get they get to pick their scrub that they want to beat up on I in week one. I don't yeah. know. That's their reward for making the playoffs. All right, before we hit the break, let's see what BFC wants. Top of the morning, TJ. Good morning. Love you and the Lord. How's it hanging? I'm good. Why are you calling the show? You banned yourself well, from the show. And you still uh, follow me on Twitter at Bob from. Savannah. I do not. I quit following you a long time. I quit following you a long time ago. So that's not true. I'm going to check that out and see. Hey, so uh, I'd like to start off with a ripoff report warning for everyone. This special Oklahoma deer hunt, this doe hunt holiday deal that's going on now, it's completely bogus. I've been hunting for a few days this week. They've all, all the deer have been shipped to Ukraine by China Biden as well as other what? things. Okay. There oh, you can't no find deer. any deer, so that is Biden's fault? Yeah, there are no deer left. Now, I can follow that logic. I want to talk about what everybody has been thinking, but nobody will say but me. My boy T-Row is looking so buff now. I mean, he's got himself in the greatest shape right. that I've known him in over 20 years. Is he on crank or something? What the hell's going oh. on with him? Um, is he taking Ozempic or what's going on? Because you don't get like that from walking around the block. If he's Just taking Ozempic... I have not – he has not slipped and accidentally said anything about that. I think he's just worked really hard, BFC. He's dedicated himself and been really focused through this football season because that's when it falls apart on him. And you can mm. see why that would be easy for a guy with the schedule that he keeps and driving overnight and sleeping in airports. It's difficult for me. It's difficult for, for Drake. Uh, but he has been very regimented this season and – has taken care of himself. It's, so. it, he he is eating a lot less than what he used to BFC, and that's that's kind of been the difference is that he's counting calories that's each great. and every day. So yeah, it, it's he does look great though. You're right. He's putting in yeah, he the does. work. He's putting in the work. He does. So it's making me I, mad. I, it's taking away my fat jokes. So I I knew you didn't want to really <laughs> touch you, on this, but I, I you're a walking fat joke, this. okay, TJ? So that's never going away. This Alabama story. Hey, get out of here with the Alabama story. I just want to say. You were not the first in on it, by the way. That's the way Miss Cement trapped me, was doing (laughs) that to me, okay? That's the only way she could get a good-looking fellow like me is doing that. That's the way she snatched old old Bob from cement, so to speak, okay? That's the way she was (laughs) able to get me. So, everyone everyone have a great Christmas out there. And, by, by the way, has Jenny, Jenny Baranchek lost her luster? She's losing every damn game now. Is she eating too much roughage? What's going on with this chick, man? I was a big fan of her. She uh, can't win anything. They've All played, right, it's time for me to fly. Played a pretty yeah. tough non-conference game. That was a pretty calm – actually, not a bad call from BFC. Complimenting T-Row, asking him what he's been doing to be looking so good. Yeah. And then he had to just drop the Jenny Baranchek at the end. Hey, the women have really sucked here lately. Yeah. <laughs> so he just couldn't contain himself. Yeah. Uh, they've played a very they, tough non-conference they've, schedule. They've though, played is... a tough, tougher schedule. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, Drake. I am guaranteeing they win today. Love it. Block it in. Love Go it. to Vegas. Put your money down. Take your whole Christmas budget that you were going to buy perfume at CVS with, put it on the ladies today because the uh, Sooners are going to win. They're beating the uh, Southern River Otters 
at noon today in the they LNC. Are not the River I've talked to the uh, SID. They're thinking of changing the name now. They like I, it so I'm much. I'm sure that they are. They like it so much. Eventually, I'm going to get a river otter out of this. <laughs> I've been asking for someone to be the river otters for years. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. We are back. T-Row in the morning show. We'll go TJ at 10 for just a second here. What Bob from Cement was referring to just a minute ago. Uh, parents, you may want to turn the radio down if the kids are listening. <laughs> Do I need to the, put? Do I need to put the uh, adult only? It's uh, time for on? the TJ Attend show. Yeah, this is disturbing. Alabama redshirt freshman offensive lineman Elijah Pritchett has uh, been charged with knowingly spreading STDs. Don't worry, though, with his age and the Alabama laws. He'll, uh, this will all play out differently. It'll be sealed. No one will ever know in the future what he was charged with and what was uh, revealed in the court case, except for the fact that ESPN.com, Sports Illustrated, every national outlet out there has now reported on this, and it will follow him forever. Uh, I, need, I, I need to go take a shower. There are no other details right now other Just than uh, that story, he's in trouble. And uh, I can only imagine that meeting with Nick Saban. First off, he probably already upset Nick uh, last week because he jumped into the portal. And then the next day, he was immediately out of the portal and back at Bama. Yeah, I'm sure that this story came out. That's why he's back. I think he went in on the, I want to say the 16th and was back in uh, out of the portal. and, And I'm committed to Alabama on the 17th. Now, that could have been some new NIL deal came up for Alabama. That could have been Nick Saban saying, uh, you think you're leaving? No. It could have been what Drake just said, and he said, no one's going to want me on their campus now. <laughs> Alabama's already knee-deep in the issue, or something deep. Um, Not going there. <laughs> so That's what he was referring to. Um, not sure if he'll be playing in the bowl game or not. For Alabama in the playoff game. <laughs> he, he did play this year, so. Um, not a good situation for young Elijah Pritchett, that's for sure. Sean is on line one. What's going on, Sean? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? And there's a learning moment here. If you're a cleat chaser, make sure that boy's masking up. <laughs> uh, Thank you. All right, and that of- ends the TJ at 10 show. Thank you. <laughs> A couple of uh, you got a you got you got a uh, what was it a voice as smooth as Sinatra? That, that's basically how my show happened years ago. I started doing my show in 05, whatever it was that I did the morning show with Toby, and did my show, which basically Toby said this guy needs his own show. So then I started doing material like that. Like the, the boss came to me and said, "Look, there's stuff Toby won't talk about, so you'll go on immediately after <laughs> and talk about that trash." And then Toby got mad because every day he'd come on the next day and be like, why didn't you talk about that on my show? I was like, you wouldn't have wanted me to bring that up on uh, your show. He goes, no, but it's like you're keeping stuff from me. So, Well, he, you know, we all know Toby has FOMO. <laughs> so, anyway, go, uh, go ahead. Uh, you know, a couple of things real quick. One, I love how OU fans, who, by the way, have crawled on glass 
and talked about how important the last three bowl games they've played in continue to complain about bowl games and look at them through OU-colored lenses. Bowl games are important. And if you watch, we're talking about guys not playing and transfers. That's from a select amount of teams. Generally, that higher echelon team that has, you know, championship opportunity. Uh, a, a Florida State. A, lot of US, a Florida State has a lot of, had a lot of guys bail on them, understandably. Right. But right. now it, think, it's not affecting just a few. Now, Sean, half the Syracuse team was gone last night. Three fourths of it. Right, their coach got fired. Uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's uh, it's right. now everybody's like, I'm Syracuse, but pff, why am I playing in a bowl well, game? Well, the OU team was gone when we played Oregon, and you would have thought it was the most important. Hey, bowl we game had that Bob Stoops happened. back. Well, who cared who played? Come on. <laughs> I mean, Florida was the biggest game ever. You, you have know, to admit, it's lost how, a ton of luster. USF, how it's, many USF guys set out? Um, some. I don't know how many. Not as many as Syracuse. <laughs> how many Zona I, guys are I, sitting out? Uh, quite a few, actually. I think some of theirs hit the portal. I don't think so. so. I think there's like well, one. Yeah, I mean, but there's a guy that's a first-rounder that's not going to play for Right, them, so. and that's okay. Then don't watch. I'm not hey, talking the, about the YouTube. Practice, I'm talking about the practice, the experience is important for uh, for guys, right? And yeah. the games are too. Then don't if you don't like bowl games, don't watch them. But that's what I'm saying. I, that's the problem. People aren't watching them at the level that they used then to. They wouldn't be so on TV. My my thing is, are the sponsorship dollars going to still be there? Is it going to be worth these guys even yeah, scheduling these bowl there. games outside these of the practice? Why not just schedule a game with someone and have an on site game here in in Norman? Because the kids don't get the four or five days. Do you know what the kids get in today's world? I'm not worried. It used to be, Sean, you went to the bowl game because you got nothing before. You got a new T-shirt and a sweatshirt, and that was as much as you got, so it was important to get that sweatshirt. That's probably all the OU deep snappers getting this year. (laughs) So, yes, again, for a select few – there is that. But for most of them, it's a big deal. And, again, if you don't like them, don't watch. All these bowl games, except the Sun Bowl, are owned by ESPN. And they're a heck I'm of a lot I'm playing devil's advocate here on. a little bit. You know I like the bowl games. I want them to mean something to people. I'm, I'm bringing this up because it's frustrating to me. Oh, I agree so. with you. But are you telling me last year's FSU game didn't mean anything to OU? Um, fans, all I heard OU fans talking about. Well, sure, you and always want to win. You always want to win every game that you play, and you want to build momentum for the next year. Absolutely, I'm so, talking. I want it to mean as much to the players as the 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 fans, well, and the, I don't think I don't it even, does anymore. Well, but also, I don't even think the regular season does anymore. Well, that may be true. Also, also, there's just too many bowl games. I mean, that's been the case for a long. Then don't time. watch. Well, how is it affecting your lives? I don't. It's affecting my life, Sean, because I turned that game on last (laughs) night, and it was garbage. And the network that put it on is garbage. I will tell you this. It it did make me mad because I switched picks about 30 minutes before kickoff, knowing against my own rules about teams without a coach. But anyway, I just— You had no idea Nunzio was going to be so bad at coaching a bowl game. I had no idea they were going to run the wing tee. That's true. <laughs> um, but, again, this whole argument every year, this is up there with moving the Cotton Bowl or, you know, moving the OU Texas on them. There are just certain things we have to click off the calendar every year, and it just – who cares? 
Look, Sean, I, mean, if I want, bowl, and if I want watching, more bowl don't. games. I want them to mean something, and I want less playoff games, okay? I want my I 1990s back. That's what I want. It's just, like the, it's just like the people who were desperate to pay the players, and now they're shocked at the unintended consequences of what they got. And that 12-team playoff is going to be the same thing. This is what you wanted. And yeah. you're not going to be happy with what you, you can't, get. You, real, real, that's the thing. Yeah, you can't be upset now at tampering or guys leaving for money. No. You can't. No. You wanted this. Jay Billis is of the world and the people that thought they had a cute idea of it will never happen, so I'll say I want it too. This is what you created. Quit complaining. But, hey, two things real quick also. One, I asked Drake, what you, do you think? Is Green talking about Brent or was he talking about Edenbow, like he wanted to play. Left oh, he wanted tackle. to play tackle. Uh, probably yeah, all encompassing. Know. There's some things I've heard on uh, both sides uh, well, of, of different and, coaches. And so. supposedly yeah. OU was compensating him like he was a left tackle, and they were willing. Like that's the rumor well, that, out there. So that goes uh, to my point, Drake. I think they thought we will demand something of OU. They won't do it, and that'll be our excuse. And when OU did it, yeah, it they lost their high ground. Yeah, I, I know you guys got to run. Right. Merry Christmas to you. Merry all. Christmas to you, Sean. Two teams playing for a national title. You want to save college football? That's how you do it. And bring back the computers. There, I solved it. We're fixed. It's T-Raw on the Morning Show on The Ref. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the KREF app. The number one source for Sooner fans. What are you doing? <laughs> the jerk store called. They're all out of Drake. Oh, there is not a... I got through Wednesday, and I thought, he didn't remember. Uh-huh. I got through almost two hours of this show. Uh-huh. And then you play... You went from playing the best Christmas song in the world... Uh-huh. ...by Robert O'Keefe to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, which is the worst Christmas song of all time. Uh it makes me so happy how unhappy it makes you. I do not <laughs> see how anyone listens to this song. Uh, you do have to admit, the video that she the put video, out. Oh, my gosh. She's the, watching her dance. Yeah, No, no, no. The video that she put out uh, around Halloween, whenever it's her thawing out in the ice, and it's that was hilarious. You have to admit that. I don't know why. She irritates me so much, but she has my whole life. Like, I've never been a fan of Mariah Carey. I mean, I'm talking going back to the 80s when she first broke out. I've never been a fan. I've never understood the Did fascination. Did she go back to the 80s? I I'm pretty just 90s. I'm thinking late 80s, early 90s, whenever it was. I mean, I'm talking I'm I, I was still like in school. Mid-90s, I thought. That's when, ah, it like, seems like she was around longer than that, but maybe I'm wrong. Mid-90s is like when she got really big. Maybe I'm wrong. I am in the minority when I say this. The woman cannot sing, okay? <laughs> Her voice is horrible. It hits pitches that only dogs can hear, and that's not a good thing necessarily. Anyway, go ahead. You've ruined Christmas for everyone, Drake. Have I ruined it? You've ruined I... the holidays for the whole family. At least for you.
Uh, this hour is brought to you by the great people. Uncle TJ's Tower going to get drunk now That's and true. just yell at people. He, he, he just needed an excuse, and I gave it to him. You're welcome, America. <laughs> Bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed for the patient to participate. Hey, Elijah Pritchett, uh, listen to Drake's read here. And then contact Hightower Clinical. Uh, they may they, be able to help you. They might be able to, whatever it is, possibly. You never know. <laughs> uh, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, high triglycerides, plus many, many other diseases that you might be dealing with. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Visit HightowerClinical.com or call or text them at 405-831-5905 today. Um, we've got Ken on hold. Do you want to try and get him in real quick here, or you want to try to... Get him out uh, the hour. Let's squeeze him in here. We've got about two minutes here, so let's see what Kent has to say. Good morning, Kent. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'll yep. try to be quick. Uh, I can't agree with you more, TJ, about the uh, playoffs and all that and the way college football's deteriorated. You know, part of the college part of the college experience is you're a broke college student. You're earning your way. You're learning to be responsible with a little bit of money you do have. And with an athlete, you know you got to appreciate the fact you're on scholarship. You're getting free room and board, free meals, state-of-the-art medical equipment. You're getting free TV exposure, state-of-the-art training. And it's just turned to them where they're throwing a ton of money at these kids. They're living like responsible adult millionaires, which they aren't. And if they don't make it in the NFL, guess what? They get out, and they go right back to being broke. They have no experience with it. Right. Because they have this false safety net that's been provided them for a couple of years in college that's going to be jerked out from under them as soon as they use lose their useful uh, usefulness to the university so I, I just you know they're compensated in other ways besides a paycheck i, I just think it's gonna it's the, it's like you said the people that were clamoring for this and thought it sounded really good and really you know like I, i'm so in tune with their needs and we've got to take care of these guys they're going to be right along with everybody else complaining. What happened to college football? How did yeah. it get ruined? That's 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 right. You're telling it like it is, Kent. All See right, you, thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Then you go and totally redeem yourself, Drake. Actually, I'm not a huge <laughs> well, last Christmas fan either. So, but much better than Mariah Carey. One hour left. <laughs> TJ and Drake back after this on the ref. 